Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You know how everything seems like a good idea after you've had a few? Mm, yeah, that's this show. Riding in my car. And I'm listening to the radio. It's time for Dukes and Bell. Oh, someone told me it's the black Beverly Hills. Is that true? Driving in Atlanta just got a whole lot more bearable. Welcome to the party, pal. Hi, everybody. Carl Dukes and Mike Bell. The names that mean goodness. Say my name, you know who I am. Carl Dukes. I drink and I know things. Oh, don't question my authority thing. King Kong ain't got on me. Sometimes you just got to call somebody, and I'm not ashamed to say it. You know, ah! And Mike Bell. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. Hope you guess my name. Bring a picture of me every seven minutes until somebody passes out. And then bring one every ten minutes, right? Get ready for the best five hours of your life. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. Don't believe me, just watch. This is Dukes and Bell. You know what? Why don't we start doing the stuff that other guys have done on other radio shows around the country? No. No. On Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Atlanta, what's going on? It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9, the game. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, man. It's Thursday, which means tomorrow the Hawks are back in action for the first time since the All-Star break. Mm. Hawks Cavaliers. I don't know, Mike, if we know what we're going to get. Like, are they going to come out with their hair on fire, play hard, go all out? Maybe they beat the Cavaliers by 20, and all of a sudden we start feeling like, okay, maybe this thing is going to take off. The thing today, though, guys, as we were just talking with Andy and Randy, is why is it that our star is not speaking after mm. our coach being fired in Nate McMillan this week? We've not heard anything from Trey. And, you know, today to find out that he was scheduled to speak, Mike, yesterday mm-hmm. he was scheduled to speak. He didn't speak. JC, uh, you know, DeJounte and Clint Capella, they all spoke. And then today they said, well, he's scheduled to speak. Right. And then he didn't speak today at practice or after practice. And it just makes you wonder, Mike, is he running from this moment like it's going to go away? At some point, Trey is going to have to be interviewed, whether it's after a game. Somebody's going to ask him, where have you been and what's been going on with this? Now, they said today he was excused for personal reasons. So be it. Yesterday it was supposed to be because of personal reasons. I don't know what those reasons are, nor do I care. At the end of the day, he is the face of this franchise, and it makes me wonder what is going on with Trey Young when it comes to this specific situation? Yeah, and again, guys, this is something we started uh, talking about with Randy Andy. It's This is the definition we start talking about leadership. Leadership is not shirking responsibility. When a coach gets fired, the star player answers questions, doesn't miss for two days. So, as we said, I, I, can't, uh, I can't begin to guess what's going on today, and if it's a legitimate concern, then that's his business. But it is pretty damn coinkadink, and it's pretty pathetic. You know, I mean, just say what's on your mind. Look, if Trey comes on and said, look, I, I respect Nate, but I had a hard time vibing what he was putting down. I didn't understand the strategy. And to be honest, I don't think I was utilized the right way. 
thank you. You say that, I'll get off your ass. You say that, I can say, I got it. Okay, we know there was a disconnect. Look, Nate was running some screwy stuff in a, in a half court. We know that. So if you just give me some of that, but he won't even do that. Like, he's asked about the All-Star game. I'm staying in my lane. It's a question about do you want to play as an alternate? Why is he going to be aloof about everything? Mm. That's what irks me. You're a star. You know, you're a star in this city. Act like it. So John Collins yesterday spoke to the media, and I want you to hear what he said about guys having to grow up. This was JC after practice yesterday talking to the media. Being held accountable, right, and uh, being held held accountable in all aspects, whether it's from you know the organization to the players to uh, training staff, whoever weight room. You know what I mean? I feel like that's where you start is holding people accountable to not only their job, but their expectations as um, men on this team. You know what I mean? You know, it's, it's the NBA. We're not in college anymore. We're not in high school. You know, we're expected to come in here and be men and um, try to win basketball games. So, you know, I, I try to do what I can, but it takes a village. You know what I mean? It doesn't. It's not one guy. I mean, I don't know how else, Carl, the listeners or the fans of Trey who feel we're being too hard can have it more spelled out clearly than what John just said. I don't know how y'all feel about John, but this part of him I've always loved. He's done this numerous times, either on this show or answered questions wholeheartedly that here's where I'm at. And when he says at the end of that, Mike, we just looked at each other, he says it takes a village. You can't do it by yourself. You need everybody to do what? Buy in. It's what we've been talking about. If everybody doesn't buy in, I don't care who they hire. It won't matter. If Quinn Snyder's going to get this job and allegedly he's the front runner all of a sudden and they are in serious negotiations to bring him in and we can talk about Quinn and, and what he brings. But, Mike, it will not bad, matter if all of these guys, and I'm using, you know, again, the guys that I think care and really truly have the voice of this team are the three guys that spoke yesterday. Clint Capella, JC, DJ, Okay. Those three guys, I really believe, have the, the voice of, hey, this is how things should be working, but they're not working because we need this other guy over here to play along with us. That is the sense that I get. So John Collins had that to say. Let's hear DeJounte Murray talk about, you know, the fact that um, he is not surprised that this is not a team that's playing to its full potential quite yet. Uh, I'm not surprised. You know, at the end of the day, you know, where I come from, you know, I'm not the biggest, the baddest, the smartest, the dumbest, however you want to put it, but, you know, I really come from some real adversity, uh, so I know what it takes, you know, uh, and, and nothing comes easy. And when I say I know what it takes, I know a lot of hard work, dedication, you know, learning people, whether you're a coach and trying to learn players, whether you're a player trying to learn other players or, you know, learn coaches and learn our system, build consistency, uh, chemistry, you know. So at the end of the day, uh, great things, good things, great stories don't happen overnight, uh, you know. You got to look back at times like this. You know, we got a lot of struggles. Uh, we're not consistent. Like I said, trying to build our identity, uh, you know, and that takes time. That's DeJounte Murray talking about he's not surprised this team's not playing up to its potential. Where are you guys at? Does it bother you at all, a little bit, that the star of the team has yet to speak about what has transpired this week? They had nine days off. And again, the guy who's been here Six months is answering questions. The guy who's been here five years isn't answering questions. The guy this thing is built around isn't answering questions about this. So, as I said, I, I, I know we'll, I will not. By the way, I promise I'm staying off Twitter today. But it just this is what we talk about. And if you don't understand what leadership is, and again, maybe we have a generation where half these guys out there don't know what responsibility is because you never were taught it or don't know what it means. 
But that's what we're talking about when we talk about leadership in a week like this for the Hawks. 404-741-0929. It's our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. we got a lot to get to today, guys. Coming up, we are going to talk about uh, a big what-if scenario for our Falcons. Also, our man Bryant McFadden is going to stop by, talk offseason with us uh, about the NFL. We're getting ready for Atlanta United to kick off their season. Mike and I will be live at Twin Peaks Hello. tomorrow. Hello. Buckhead location. We're going to be out there getting our weekend started. And first and foremost, as we start the show today, we got to give a big shout-out John Parla went and got us today, literally picked up Whataburger, Mike. Mm. Two, two locations are open, all right? The Woodstock and the Kennesaw location. Kennesaw is open. It's a full, you know, you can dine in, drive through. Right. But I told you guys a couple of weeks ago, I drove through the one right there off of 92, and they had a patrol officer out there controlling traffic. It's crazy. Right. But we got mm. the burgers yes. thanks to John today. They brought the uh, Build-A-Burger box. And, uh, and again, thanks for stealing all the ones with cheese, by the way. Number two is my go-to. But uh, basically, we had a bunch of number ones, and you build it. So that's what I took the picture of. Normally, I'd be slathering that sucker with cheese. But uh, I, I didn't know about Whataburger until I moved to uh, Tallahassee in Florida State. And uh, it's my go-to. Thomasville location, Carl, that's my store. And now, as you mentioned, locations opening up all over Metro Atlanta. It's just, for my money, it's just, I don't know, it's just a flavor I love. People ask, what makes it so special? The fresh meat, the, you know, the fixings, the whole shebang. So I'm, I'm a Whataburger guy. You see me wearing the T-shirt from time to time. Just need, Carl, I'm begging you. Can we get one in Peachtree City? Please, well, Noonan. Listen, I'll, I'll drive to Noonan. I talked to John today. I said, don't play with my emotions. Because Whataburger in Texas is, is a lifestyle. So when I found out it was coming here, I was like, are you serious? One location? Where is it going to be? And I can even go back, I think, two years ago when Bo was like, it's coming. And I was like, well, why? Where is it going to be? And we didn't know where it right. was going to be. So the fact of the matter is, now that it's here, I'm definitely taking advantage of it. But I, just to t- Mike, I hadn't had it. I drove by that one day, and the cop was like, I don't know what they're putting in these burgers. And he's out there patrolling traffic. <laughs> but to, to taste it again, and it's been a while since I've had it, because last time I think we did – we were at the Super Bowl. <laughs> you and I were in a, we lim- were Super Bowl. We're in a limo and uh, coming back from a place and going, yeah, that's right, in, in, in H-Town. The I-10 sensation, obviously, uh, if you've grown up in that, in that sort of uh, corridor, you know what it is. But now here in Atlanta, so excited. And guess what? I said I was giving up fast food for Lent. Yeah. So that lasted one day. Well, it happens. One day. Now, I mean, technically, this was a promotional opportunity, and I did build the burger myself. Do I get any dispensation on that? Uh, maybe. Maybe not. But we invite you guys to go check it out. Listen. If you've never had it, okay, and again, we, Mike and I aren't right. getting anything. We just love Whataburger. But the fact is, if you've never had it, we, we're telling you, go mm. check it out, try it. But we want to give them a big shout-out today. And thank you guys for giving us the, uh, mm. the Make a Burger box, which was incredible. Again, two locations. They're opening one in Buford, by the way. So if you're in Buford, yeah. come, it's coming your way. 404-741-0929. Uh, one of our listeners says, put them up, see Dukes. What does it matter? Speaking... If, it, if the play doesn't improve, improve on the court, he's talking about Trey, and I had to, to right. paraphrase there. What does it matter about speaking and addressing things if play doesn't improve on the floor? Listen, there's two parts of this. One is whatever the new vision is going to be for this team and how they move forward, they'll figure that out. The other part just gets back to I'm the face of the franchise. And if things like this take part, they happen, and they're going to happen. All right? If you play long enough, you're, you're going to see some things that, that coaches get dismissed mm. and players get traded. And the city that supports you just wants to hear from the star. That It's just right. that simple. So take that for what it is and then say, well, what does it mean if things don't improve on the floor? Well, we're hoping, whatever this change is going to be, that it improves on the floor. But right. it has nothing to do with him addressing the media or you as a fan and saying, hey, 
Wish Nate nothing but the best. Whatever he wanted to say. Here's where I'm at, to Mike's point. Here's what I got. This is what I didn't yeah. get. This is where we're going, and this is what we're going to try to do. It just means more coming from the star. Right, and this is, guys, I mean, this is stuff that's going on for, I mean, you think this just happens here? I mean, Reggie Jackson, Billy Martin gets fired. He gets fired because of other things. He got into it with Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson answers questions about Billy Martin the next day. It's what you do as a star player. It's not that complicated. If you guys want to sit there and make excuse after excuse after excuse for Trey, guys, we know what he's capable of. He raised his game to a new level in 21, and since then he's gone back to where he's certainly top 10 in every metric. But we're talking about the stuff that makes you champions. We're talking about the stuff that puts you in the playoffs, not in a play-in game. That's what we're looking for. And I get it. Nate ran some crazy stuff that didn't look like it had any place in 2022 and 23. But hopefully we'll get a chance to see these guys get energized. And it'd be great to see Trey, hey, we got 23 games to make this happen. That's what I want to hear. You don't want to hear that? Hey, we're going to take some responsibility on ourselves to get this team where it needs to be. But I get this from a guy who's only been here six months. I don't get it from a guy who's supposed to be the star of the team. That's the stuff that irks me. And if you don't understand it, then I don't know what to say to you. Follow us. He's Mike Bell, ATL. I'm at Put Him Up. See Dukes, the radio show. is Dukes and Bell, 929. Follow the radio station at 929 The Game. Stay up on everything that's going on, guys. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and across all other social media platforms. We're going to let you hear more of what John Collins had to say about the situation, more about uh, what DJ had to say, and uh, we'll continue to move along as the Hawks get ready to start mm. this second half. It's not really even that uh, half, but the, these last 20-some-odd games as we uh, head towards the postseason. I just hope they can find a way to get it right, moving in the right direction. The Quinn Snyder thing, Mike, real quick, and we're going to address this coming back, but all of a sudden he becomes the front runner, I believe. And, and you know, we yeah. talked about some of these names that are out there, and a lot of guys are saying, hey, Ime Udoka. Let me ask you this. Do you rush to make this hire, or do you, do you interview all of these guys to see what everybody's offering? Well, unless you've already had a conversation or two with Quinn Snyder and he's your guy and you want to beat everybody else, the, the only benefit right now of getting ahead of the other teams that are going to be firing their coaches is if Quinn Snyder, after taking a year off from Utah, wants to get back in the game, which Sham Sharania says he does, yeah. you've got the inside track on Quinn Snyder. You know, you talk about Udoka, that's really a matter of how your franchise can handle the, the heat. Now, here in Atlanta, there's not going to be much heat about this because people generally in this city don't care about your personal life, which I respect, and that's great. And I don't give a crap what he was doing. I just think he seemed to be messing with somebody who was involved in the management the ownership of the Celtics, and that's why that thing exploded. I would take Udoka in a second, but Quinn Snyder did some impressive things. The problem is there's no Rudy Gobert here. Yeah, you know that's that's one thing we yeah. need to kind of find a guy like that. I, I heard Andy and Randy talking about that at, uh, earlier today. Defensively, this team has struggled. How do you change that when you don't have the defensive piece like that? Because Mitchell had didn't in play Utah. a lot of day. I'm sorry, Coach. Mitchell didn't play a lot of day. Well, listen, I I, I would take Donovan Mitchell. I, I you we could debate who's a better player, mm. Mike. I take Donovan Mitchell in a heartbeat. I think he's one of the top players that's underrated in the league. But we'll talk more about it because Quinn, if he does get the job, is going to bring that philosophy in that he brought from Utah. All right, it's Dukes and Bell. We're coming back. we got plenty more to get into, guys, including a dog arrested. It's coming up as part of our headlines next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Shout out to all the HBCU alums. The Hawks announced their plans to host the fifth annual HBCU night presented by Chase at State Farm Arena Friday, tomorrow, February 24th. So, Guys, make your way down to State Farm Arena. Um, over, you know, more than 100 historically black colleges and universities originally founded as institutions for higher learning for African Americans. Um, tomorrow's game, by the way, Cleveland, 7.30. Our uh, coverage starts at 7 right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. But the Hawks uh, are having their fifth annual HBCU night presented by Chase. So make your way down there and enjoy the game. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Mike, while we're talking about the Hawks, um, just real quick about Quinn Snyder, and again, varying varying reports, mm-hmm. right? Because I think last night we were talking about Ime Udoka and that they were interested in that, you know, that had kind of heated up. Right. Um, and we don't know where these talks are, by the way. We don't know, to Mike's point, is this almost a done deal or are they just starting? But the Quinn Snyder thing today is kind of leading the way. Former Utah Jazz coach. For those who don't remember, Quinn Snyder was here with Coach Bud, okay? Um, left Coach Bud's staff to take the Utah job, and that was before Bud ended up leaving here to go to, to, to Milwaukee. So a familiarity for me with Quinn Snyder and, and following his career. Now, for those who don't know this as well, Mike, he did have some issues earlier in his career, some mm-hmm. addiction issues, but he's worked his way past that. It's not a, it's not something that anything or anybody's talking about, no. and the guy can flat-out coach, man. And there was some garden variety NCAA stuff when he was coaching at Missouri, but that's kind of like you know basic boilerplate for anybody who's trying to recruit these days. But uh, a guy that, uh, for those who don't remember, uh, a Duke assistant for many years, played for Coach K, and uh, did a really nice job, uh, as you mentioned, out there in Utah. I was there for uh, eight seasons. So there'd be a guy that uh, certainly there's a, there is a style, there is an offensive identity that team had, uh, and it would be interesting to see how he could maximize our talent and also you know what we may do in the offseason to change this roster too. So he is a guy that if you bring him in, because Travis Schlink held this title of president of basketball ops, which gives you a little bit more control over – how the personnel is going to play out. Mike, when you start making deals or potentially bringing guys in, if they're going to bring in Quinn Snyder, they are probably going to give him this title in addition to head coach. So it would be head coach slash president of player personnel, pro player personnel, however you want to phrase it, but it gives him a little bit more oomph in the decision-making. Because I think, Mike, as we've talked about, no coach worth their salt is going to take on this job and go, well, yeah, I'll leave it to a front office that's just been assembled mm-hmm. when I've been in the league and I kind of know what I want and how I want this thing to go. I'm not telling he would make all the decisions, but it would give him some additional power that I think, Mike, if I was taking the job, I'd definitely want. Yeah, I know that uh, we still don't know exactly how the decision-making flowchart would work with this team. You know, this, the Athletic article kind of put it out there that around the league it was pretty much well accepted from other people. 
that, that are in the management of basketball teams, that there is a Nick wrestler in the process, and that's Tony's son, who has kind of got his guys, and they're, they're, they got a big voice in this. So that's why when we hear Landry Fields, and Landry Fields just kind of, to be honest, didn't really give me much yesterday other than a lot of uh, you know talking points and energy and the you know, same kind of stuff he was saying before they fired Nate about empowerment and you know vision and all these buzzwords you know that we hear a lot of. So be curious to see what this team is going to look like. Are you going to do a major Here's the thing. You make a run with this team, which, again, the odds are long, but yeah. would you keep it in its present composition, or do you start to say, we're going to shop John Collins? Are we going to go through all that again in the offseason? You know what I mean? What are we, we going to do? I heard Andy Randy today. Andy brought up a good point. One of the things with John, you and I always argue, you paid him $25 million and some nights he's in, some nights he's not. You know, because it's basically him and Clint are doing the same thing in the pick and roll. Mm-hmm. So how do you change that? Like, I don't want John Collins taking jump shots outside three. I don't really think that's his strong suit. How do you improve him and, and well, find a role with him and Capella on the floor at the same time that isn't the same role? Listen, in today's NBA, you have to be able to shoot the three and be a stretch four. But he's still inconsistent with the, with the three. That's my point. Yes, uh, but you're not asking him to do that every night. You're not asking him to shoot 15 a game. When he's open and they're there, you have to take them. Teams will not guard you, and they will not, you know, do uh, from a defensive standpoint. They will not do the the the, uh, the Hawks justice by not attempting to guard a guy like that if he's not hitting or at least taking those shots. It's not his forte, but he's got to take them. With that said, John Collins and whether or not you felt like Nate used him in the right way or not. Well, again, this is another thing we're about to find out. You know, it went from oh my God, this tandem of Collins and Trey Young. Look how good they are and look how well they work together to we rarely see that. So, Mike, I don't know if that's just a function of Trey or a function of the offense and how they're trying to roll. But if you're heavy pick and roll, which obviously Quinn Snyder is, then you're probably going to see more of that. The deal with Quinn Snyder, too, if you guys are wondering and going, well, what happened to Utah? Ran its course. They traded their stars. And it yeah. ran its course. He was and he was also telling the stars he was going to probably, seeing the, wind, the writing on the wall, he was going to take a break. Yeah. He took a, took a year off. And, and just like, you know, with, with other coaches around this league, we're on the cusp every year of getting to the second round, maybe the Western Conference Finals. The team was good enough defensively. They just couldn't get over that hump. They don't do it. And now I'm sticking around for a rebuild. Nah, I'm not doing that. And that's what Quinn Snyder did. He was like, I'm good. I'm going to move on. We'll see what else is out there. So this is not a, a, an indictment, Mike, on well, what happened in Utah. Nothing. Just ran its course. Right. I know that this, uh, you know, th- this is a strange thing. A couple guys asked, would you move the coach in now? No, I mean, for the most part, the interim coach gets the job. A lot of fans are saying, why don't you just get Quinn Snyder there right now and do it? It's a bit unprecedented. That's the kind of move you would have had to have made around January that I was asking for, but we decided to wait until yeah. the, uh, the All-Star break. I don't know what their plans are. I, I, we were just having this discussion out out in the in the in the uh, outside there in our uh, in the bullpen. Yeah, thank you. And and we were saying, do you move him in? Do you not move him in? If you moved him in now, how does that affect things as far as what you're trying to do? Because he's got Nate's staff. Correct. Well, that and how much far how further away are you going from what you're traditionally trying to do right mm-hmm. now versus having a full off season and building that up, Mike, and getting it ready, just like with our football team. You know, the offseason matters. The OTAs, you know, you're building all of this stuff up to get to camp, to work on it, and then now the season starts. If you're bringing in Quinn Snyder right now, is he making just itty-bitty adjustments and you feel like that's going to get you over the top? I, I don't know. But, yeah, I know a lot of people are like, just if you hire him, make him the coach and let's keep it moving right now and let him coach the last, you know, 20 games of the season, and we know he's going to be here next year regardless of what happens in the playoffs. So now we wait to see where we go. First things first, can we start winning some basketball games? We said we got the third hardest uh, schedule of the, of the remaining teams. 20, 23 games. We got some teams have 22 games left. We did the math a few times yesterday. You really, I mean, you got to go about 
well, ideally, but not lose a game, Carl, but they're not going to go and win 22 games in a row. So mm-hmm. can you go 17 and five? See, that's where we, it's not realistic. You've got teams ahead of you. The Knicks are a couple of other six games over 500. Their schedule's a lot easier, a little bit easier. It's hard to envision this team getting into that locked-in sixth position so we're in that same boat as last year, which is the play-in and all that that entails, which is condensed games and a tight schedule and going right on to the first series. All right, it's, uh, it's Dukes and Bell. These are big questions that we're going to figure out. We don't know how this is going to go or which way it's going to go. I, I don't know, Mike. Maybe we don't, <laughs> maybe we don't go on a run. You know, I mean, honestly, we just continue to be what we are. Yeah, I mean, you know, we feel optimistic because all of the changes, but right. that doesn't mean that this doesn't stay the yeah. same. You so. know, a couple of guys hit us up on uh, text line. They said, "Look, if, you, if, if Trey spoke his mind, you guys would kill him for that." No, at least Trey, I'd be getting some information. I'd be getting Trey saying what I think a lot of folks and you and I have said: this Nate offense doesn't seem to fit. You're not maximizing him and Dejounte's skill set. And I'd love to hear Trey just come out and say it, and then I can appreciate Look, I just feel like we're, we're, we're banging our heads against the wall. The results aren't there because the, the, the strategy's not right. And then I can, I can appreciate that, and I'd respect him for that. You know, just like you used to get mad at Matt Ryan, I'd love to hear Matt Ryan just come out and tell me what he really feels as opposed to always kind of giving you the, the corporate politically correct answer. You know, I, I would love to hear him just be completely honest and open. He said he's going to do a podcast, by the way. whoop de doo Well, then you can maybe feel it out there and, again, Difficult questions, guys, are part of being an athlete. Now, you can say no comment. You can stonewall. You can do whatever you want. You know, I mean, there's a long history of it from uh, Xavier McDaniel to Eddie Murray. You don't have to answer the questions, but the questions are part of your job. That's always been when you become an athlete. We say it all the time. To whom much is given, much is expected. Answering 15 minutes of questions when the coach gets fired is part of your job when you're the star player. Not that hard to figure out. Yeah, and, and the podcast thing is cool. Everybody's doing it. Great. Here's the deal. But you control the narrative on that, and you don't have to answer or get into some of the issues which maybe some folks would like to hear addressed. And you probably won't. 404-741-0929. we got to get some headlines. We will. We're going to tell you about a dog that was arrested. It happened right after mm. the national championship game. And Mike and I were just saying, you know, most of us are just finding out about this. The timing, okay, that's one thing. But what does it mean for its future? We're going to get into that. We're also going to let you hear – what Nate Oates had to say after Alabama won last night. Now, if you missed yesterday's show, and I don't know why you would, Mike and I talked about this extensively. I think Mike was a lot more upset because of the feedback that he was getting from social media about how this really wasn't considered to be a big deal in Alabama, which it blows our minds. My whole thing for this was simply Nate Oates, show some leadership, speaking of a leadership and suspend this young man and and show that this is not what this program is about. You had a young man deliver a gun, however he delivered it, to a, you know, a crime scene ultimately, and somebody got murdered. But last night, this young man played. We're talking about Brandon Miller. We're going to let you hear this coming up. Okay, We're not going to do it now. We're going to let you hear. He had a game-winning layup. Kid, we said this yesterday. He's on fire last night. He kid, was amazing. The kid can play. We know that. That's not the debate, Mike, with his ability. It's his decision-making and then how this is seen by the basketball program and the head coach there. Yeah, and since there is the, uh, the the law in Alabama says you can't prove his intent, if his buddy says, I need my gun, and you show up where your buddy is and the gun's in the car, even though his lawyer says, well, he didn't hand him the gun, but the, he facilitated the arrival of a weapon to a murder scene. Mm. Again, can't really explain it more simply than that. And you would think that even though he is, again, going to the NBA, maybe the adults, Nate Oates, would say, the optics on this are bad. I need to sit in for the re- re- eighth, remainder of the regular season. And then well, there's got to be some form of discipline, some consequence for the action. And I've got Bama fans last night making jokes. 23-year-old woman is dead. You've got people on social media going, he murdered South Carolina. Hardy freaking har.
We'll let you hear what Nate Oates had to say next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Strap in, youngins. Hitting the headlines with Dukes and Bell. Headlines brought to you by our friends at ATL Live Well. Low testosterone doesn't have to keep you down. Call ATL Live Well today. Don't just live, live well. All right, we were talking about Nate Oates. I want to start there because Mike was talking about this yesterday. We were in a, a big discussion about it. Heard from a lot of people. Whether you're an SEC basketball fan, whether you're a Hoops fan, this is also a human interest story where you have a murder that happens, and then you talk about a star player that is going to be a top three pick in the NBA in the summer. Last night, he went off. Brandon Miller, okay, they're playing South Carolina. Mike, they booed him the entire night. Yeah, they were chanting, lock him up. Uh, that was reported last night. Uh, again, the guy was unbelievable. So with all the things that are swirling around him, and sometimes athletes are able to compartmentalize, but this the kid was just amazing last night. Hit the game winner and handled all the heat. Here it is as he scored 41 Brandon at eight, still with it at seven, at six, Brandon at five, at four, at three, at two for the win. It is good. Let's get out of here. Point eight to go. And that is part of our narrative here when we talk about Coach Oates. Is this Final Four possible appearance bigger than doing the right thing? Is a national championship maybe winning one in basketball, which is, listen, Alabama's had really good teams at times over the years, but it's all about Alabama football. Now you're talking about Alabama basketball being one of the premier programs. Is that more important than maybe doing the right thing? And last night you win the game, and then Nate Oates was talking about the Miller situation. It's hard to say. We've been in, you know, the Vanderbilt game came after that, and it it may have been, I mean – if I want to make an excuse for him, we can use it. But I'm not really a guy that makes too many excuses. We got to play better. Some of those other guys didn't play up to their typical performance. So I'm not. I'm not sure. It, it obviously could have been a distraction, but you know, Brandon showed up, played pretty well. So I, I think you know, it may have just been coincidental. I don't know. We'll, we'll hopefully, we play a lot better Saturday. We need everybody to play a little bit better Saturday for us. Yeah, making excuses like wrong place, wrong time. That's that's kind of a coincidence too. 
Yeah, and, and as we said, it's it's just to the point where I, I Carl and I were just having a conversation during the commercial break, and I just said it's kind of a sad state of affairs where the world is that we live in, especially in this country where we live in, where you have something like this where, you know, 10 years ago it would be pretty common sense, you know, Kid, whether, again, when you have at least what we're getting from the police report, it's still pretty damn damning. I'm not saying this kid should never play basketball again. I'm not saying he shouldn't go to the NBA. But I am saying that he needs to sit down for Alabama for a minute or two because he facilitated, well, the murder weapon. And I've got folks that are saying, Alabama fans, and as we said, I mean, look, we get it. There are some just people that are Cro-Magnons on social media, people making jokes about how good he was and killing South Carolina and all this. You know, a 23-year-old woman is dead, and nobody wants to talk about that as long as they get to a Final Four. So I just, Carl, I'm just, all I'm saying is there should be some degree of common sense and, and just civility, and the coaches say, i got to sit him down because this thing's too hot. But nobody in Alabama is talking about that at all because they don't want to know about it, and that's pathetic. And especially when you're hitting game winners. And the, like, no one debates the skills. No one debates this young man's talent. But there's consequences for actions. If your friend says, I need the gun at 130, what do you think he's going, skeet shooting? You don't, you don't come. I, again, try to de-escalate a situation. Maybe that's not in the lexicon of a 19-year-old. Either way, there's still got to be some consequences here. That's all I'm saying. It's Dukes and Bell. Uh, by the way, uh, that story is, is, is getting more momentum nationally. But again, if they cannot charge him, meaning the DA, there will be no charges. Yeah. And, and again, I'm not because they can't prove intent. Yeah, I'm, but I'm not advocating for that. The law is the law. If they can't charge you, they can't charge you. What I am advocating for is the program being responsible. And the only thing I said yesterday, and I'll say it again: if this is a football player on Nick Saban's football team, would he be suspended? The answer is yes. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Let's hear from John Collins, guys. If you're just joining us, Hawks apparently in on Ime Udoka. Uh, they are also talking to Quinn Snyder. Uh, all this stuff could be going on simultaneously, right? But J.C. was asked yesterday about what kind of coach or new coach does he want. Um, well, first off, development. You know, I feel like we're all young. We want to develop into the best players we can be. So, um, you know, what we do before, after games, and um, just being held accountable to a certain standard. And, you know, um, we, we just need to grow up mentally. Right? I feel like talented. We're, I feel like we're extremely talented in, in a lot of aspects with the basketball and what we do on the court. Um, but, you know, in terms of leadership, togetherness, um, the, the brotherhood, the culture that we have here, that's, that's where we need to grow and, 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 as I said, holding each other accountable um, and, and just making sure that, you know, mentally we're locked in in the right areas to, to succeed on the court. I, I mean, love that. Yeah, I mean, what more do you need to know about where this team is you know, and why the coach got got? We can debate strategy and execution, but if everybody's not buying in, you know, I mean, I just, I just feel that trade would should really be a part of this conversation. And today, there's some issues off court, so we can't be available for the media again. So, 48 hours of radio silence. But as a few people have pointed out on social media, Trey still has time to go do a photo shoot where he's wearing a Steve Nash jersey in the sunset. To post on social media. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and this this gentleman, Sultan of of ATL, that's his Twitter handle. What would you want him to say? No matter what he says, you'll run with the scenario. Would I? If he is open and honest to the fans that support him, to, that, that have built him up, that have loved on him, that have fought for him when everybody else around the country was saying the things that they were saying about Trey Young and how he doesn't get his respect, right. we would? No. But sometimes, if you've never, ever, ever, ever in your life had to be responsible for anything, maybe you grew up in a very irresponsible family. Maybe nobody ever held you accountable for crap. And so you've just floated through life. 
But when you're making $200 million and you're the face of a franchise and you have a city on your back, you have an obligation to speak when things happen. That's as simple as I can put it. <laughs> exactly. Just ditto, man. Exactly right. That's it. And, and this is not, I mean, this is something that I, I'm always blown away by the nature of some of the fans in this town. If Trey wants to leave Atlanta, he'll leave Atlanta because he doesn't like the next coach. Won't because Dukes and Bell felt he should have spoken after the coach got fired. Get some perspective, people. You're telling us to get some perspective? You guys get some perspective. This is to whom much is given, much is expected. That's common sense. Mike, let's talk about this dog situation. Georgia All-SEC linebacker Jamon Dumas-Johnson, very good player, guys. He was an All-SEC player, was arrested on misdemeanor charges of racing on a highway street and reckless driving. But, Mike, this happened in January. Yeah, this is actually the day after they got back from winning the game, winning the championship out in L.A. Now, what makes this uh, obviously an eyebrow raiser for some is there was some articles in the Athens Banner Herald saying the police did want to speak to him because apparently there's about other reports or cameras catching him or they alleged to catch him speeding or they'd say racing in Athens. And in light of the tragedy where you lose a player and a student assistant, that's where people are saying, wow, this timing couldn't be any worse. So it is a little weird that, yeah, we're just hearing about this now in the end of February when the actual incident did occur and he was arrested just recently. But he is obviously a star player, one of the best players on the defense. Uh, I, I can't get on guys for driving too fast because I often do it myself, but you've got to be smarter about this. And especially with the timing, the optics are really terrible because people got killed because someone was excessively speeding sure. when they should have been behind the wheel. Yeah, he was a finalist for the Buckus Award as the top linebacker in college football last season. Player. Player! So um, this is something, again, how do you look at this, Mike? If you're watching Georgia win another national championship, and I know these are smaller things, right? Because nobody... <laughs> except for the accident that Mike's right. mentioning. But nobody got – Stetson Bennett gets arrested. Nobody got hurt, right? Uh, you know, Dumas Johnson gets arrested. Thank God nobody got hurt. But the point is, if you're looking from the outside in, you're going, all this stuff is happening with Georgia mm. after another national championship. What do you think people are saying or how this is being viewed around the country where you go, yeah, they got a great football program. What's going on with this other stuff that we're seeing now come to light, even though, as I said, you could look at this and go, okay, the young man was speeding. He got arrested. Mm. But some people will say, well, that wasn't happening prior to all of the chips. No, it was happening. It was happening in Mark Rick's watch, you know, just the way discipline was doled out. We talked about Isaiah Crowell in light of the Brandon Miller situation over in Alabama. The other day. Isaiah Crowell was kicked off the team for having a weapon in his car with a serial number was scratched off. So they're like speeding tickets. The only time a speeding ticket would, will draw more attention or the, the, you know, when you hear racing involved is because of the tragedy involving Chandler LaCroix and Devin Willick. And that's where it's like, oh, now that happened on a Saturday, early Sunday morning. This was uh, the day after they got back from Athens. So it wasn't like that you could link it. But there's also an article in uh, the Athens Banner Herald that the police were also talking about it. Were you doing any racing later in the week? That's the only, that's the only crossover. All right. And, and here's the deal, right? All these programs have to deal with stuff. All the big-time programs that are vying for national championships, Ohio State, Alabama, Florida, all these schools, they're all dealing with stuff. You're dealing with kids, doing stuff. And, Mike, you know, some people say, oh, this school covers it up. This school doesn't. At the end of the day, this stuff is going on all over the, all over the place. I don't look at this and see Kirby or anybody on the staff in a different light. They're doing the best they possibly can. Sometimes you're just going to have kids make mistakes. And I think this is one of those situations where you go, hey, the timing of it, you're right. right. That's, was, that's was where it's bad. At. It was bad. All right, man, plenty more to get to here on the show. It's Dukes and Bell with Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Coming up, by the way, we're going to talk with Brian McFadden. We'll get some NFL offseason stuff with him around 420. We'll go on the sidelines with the dogs. We do have some other college football news to get to. 
Um, but we've got to get to an NFL blitz. And there is a scenario that is out there that had a lot of people going, I like it. Because if we did this, it might put us over the top in the next NFL draft. Now, we pick at eight. We currently have the eighth overall pick. Do we stay there? Or are we going to be negotiating with teams, Mike? It's a poker game, right? You're always right. saying, hey, if somebody wants to come and give us, you know, two future first-round picks for eight, I'm all for it, right? I'm, I don't mind moving Never a say bit. never, yeah. I mean, I'd like to get in the playoffs this year, but there are still so many needs on this team, even with all the money in free agency, you might not be able to get everything you want. So we're going to talk about that coming up, um, and it's something you will definitely want to want to hear because I think it makes total sense. And when it does make sense, that means they'll never do it, right? <laughs> that means it never happens. Are you telling me? I don't want to give away that it's a tease. Carl gets mad because he te- he lays the tease out, then I just go, "Oh, you mean so and so?" and I drop it on there. But yeah, it would be really cool if there was you know players you know who wear silver britches playing in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium someday. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah, well, listen, there's going to be plenty of guys to choose from. Uh, Alabama's got 13 guys at the Combine, not to mention some of the guys that are on that team that will be undrafted free agents. Georgia's got 12 going to the Combine, not to mention the other guys that will be undrafted free agents that will get a shot in the NFL. Right. We're going to tell you what that scenario is when we come back. NFL Blitz is on the way. It's Dukes and Bell. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 